0: Hi everyone, this is Dan Miller, and you're listening to Speaking of Products. On this show, I focus on what it takes to start and grow a business around technology products. These days, there are so many fantastic people creating all sorts of wonderful technology products that make our world a better place. For every one of the popular platforms you know and love, there are many more new and lesser known ones on the way. I'm on the journey myself to create a technology product business, and so I've produced this podcast as a way of sharing the ideas. Strategies and tactics I discover on the way. There's always something we can learn from ambitious founders and what they do to get ahead. The goals here are to highlight what has worked for the success stories and to uncover what is going on with those hidden gems. Hey, speaking of products, is back. It's episode seven. Thanks for dialing in. I've got a two part show for you today. The first one is actually a little bit of a listener feedback, and the second part is a conversation. The topic is to chase the goals remove the distractions. Well, I've made you wait long enough already since episode six, and there's no point in making you wait any longer. So let's get into it, shall we? It's listener feedback time. We have got a couple of questions today, which are going to explain the question you've probably got on your mind is, where have you been? I've been hearing this from a few people actually saying, Dan, what's going on with the podcast, mate? Are you still doing this? And I'll answer that in just a second. But the first question comes from Nigel in Leeds in the United Kingdom. And he says, hi, Dan, I've enjoyed the first few episodes of your show and wondering if there are going to be any more. And the second question, very, very similar to that was from Florian from Stuttgart in Germany. He says, hey, Dan, I'm really enjoying speaking of products, but I'm wondering where you've gone to. Well, the answer to those questions is basically this. I essentially shut up shop. Um, when things started going a bit haywire with COVID and especially when the Black Lives Matter situation kicked into gear, I just thought, man, there's too much bad stuff going on in the world at the moment. I don't really think people need to be hearing from some bloke in Australia talking about making technology products. That's that's the least on everyone's mind at the moment. And it was the least on my mind to be truthful. So I put everything on pause for a while and I just got into my own world and Both focused on the things that mattered most to me and my family. And also a few months ago, there was a few things going on, which I don't need to speak about the details here, but suffice to say, I wanted to focus my attention and give it to others who needed it more than me. But I'm back now. And speaking of products is back as well. I tell you what, a change is as good as a holiday say, and that is so true. In the time off that I've had, I've been putting together so many ideas and thoughts for the show, and I have got so much to give back to you guys. I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. All right, that's probably enough about what's been going on. Let's get into something more interesting, shall we? The headline of the conversation today, to chase the goals, remove the distractions. And this is very much related to what's been happening with me lately. I can tell you that in the last few months when I've put everything on pause, I've had a lot of time to self-reflect. And that's why I came up with this topic, really. It was pretty easy, really. It goes like this. In order to make anything great, we need to focus. Creating a new technology product, or any product for that matter, requires time, thought, dedication, care, and attention. Here in the year 2020, we are both blessed with the convenience of modern life that enables us to pursue our dreams but we're also cursed by the seemingly never-ending array of things that want to distract us. So this is where the distraction removal challenge begins. Welcome to part one of what I expect to be a multi-part journey towards freeing myself of distractions and hopefully helping you along the way, and being able to focus on my current technology product goals. Rather than coming at you with all sorts of motherhood statements, I thought it'd be more genuine and interesting for you to see what I'm going through. I'm pretty sure there's something in my story that you can relate to. I'll approach this as a kind of stock take and simply list out the non-essential things that I think are not contributing to my goal. From there, I can consider some options for freeing myself from those distractions. All right, why do this? First up, before I get into what's distracting me, let's take a look at what is driving me. My heart is dead set on getting my own technology product up and running. For years, I've been providing services as well as producing technology products and systems for other organisations. While I love what I do, I've reached that stage where I want to challenge myself further. There are also a number of problem spaces I have picked up on which I'd love to see if there's a market for helping people. My early studies and my career so far have given me a stable income and they've also helped me have a fairly humble and happy life. Additionally, I've been able to meet so many lovely, interesting people and I enjoy spending time with the people I work with. The thing is, I know there's more in me. The skills and knowledge I've built up over the years suggest to me that I have at least a fighting chance of being able to get a technology product-based business up and running. I'm really aiming to solve some definite business problems that I've seen along the way. Who knows, all going well, I might even make a little bit of side income from it. And from there, well, we'll see, hey? Look, based on how I've described it, my situation sounds a bit nuts, doesn't it? Why would I want to switch out of a good thing for something way less certain and much more risky? I hinted at this in a previous topic titled, Why focus on products instead of services in your business? Given this, I definitely think I should do more of an honest self-assessment regarding my thoughts on a future topic. For now, I'll sum up my current situation as this. In addition to the good things I do for everyone on a daily basis when it comes to providing my services, I want to do more. I want more of a challenge. I would like to help others in additional ways. I've made some really good progress these days with this product that I'm building and I am burning to see it get off the ground. Still a fair way to go, but I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So what's stopping me? What's all this talk about removing distractions? This is my current situation. I am definitely struggling with distractions lately. I find that outside of my day job and family commitments, I'm not making the most of my remaining spare hours. If I want to make some real progress faster, I'm going to need to spend more time on product development. That's it's a fact. I'm not sure why it's happening at the moment, usually I'm quite good at focusing and making progress on side projects outside of work hours. I wonder if I'm simply procrastinating or if there's something else going on in this time. As I say that, it's obvious, man. The world's just gone upside down. Maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself. Anyway, I am, and that's just me. (laughs) So I ask myself, are the distractions the cause or the symptom of my current lack of focus on product development? Could it be the symptom You know, and am I worried that it won't be successful? Is there a fear of the unknown? Is that holding me back? Possibly, maybe. Or am I subconsciously creating distractions instead of the distractions being outside of my control? I suspect it might be a bit of both. Regardless, I know I want to do more with my time and get back to my productive best. I'm willing to make some sacrifices to get there. When I started thinking about this topic, it reminded me of some material that I've read in the past first one that came up in my mind was Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. It's an awesome book if you haven't read it. Uh, it talks about how you should focus on your goals and each day, what is the one thing you can do to make you achieve a step forward towards those goals? I'm thinking what I'm doing here could also be seen as the beginnings of establishing a commitment strategy for myself, similar to the approaches described by researchers like Dan Ariely and Dean Carlin. Uh, in his work, Dan talks about using pre-commitment strategies in order to try and avoid procrastination and make progress on one's goals. Similarly, Dean describes commitment devices as arrangements people make to formalise and facilitate their goals. I know for sure that uh, recording this podcast and working in public like I am is a way of helping me focus on my goals. Yeah, so that's the connections there eh, with the research and the thoughts around some of the things I've read in the past of what's going on with me. So what are the distractions I'm struggling with? Well, here is a list of some of the main distractions I can think of. Just a disclaimer though, what I'm talking about here doesn't include working in my day job as a distraction since I love that actually. And um, it's not something that I really have a choice about at this point in time in life. I need to survive, right? I need to earn income. I also don't include spending time with my family since that's something that's essential to me and I highly value it. I wouldn't give it up for anything. Okay, disclaimers aside. So here's the distractions now. Distraction number one, and I'm sure this is something that affects all of us, checking social media. When does it happen for me? Well, before I start or after I finish work for the day, I usually have a moment of downtime. I instinctively open a browser tab into one of my various social media accounts and my mind drifts a bit. It happens once or twice a day and it usually lasts between five and 20 minutes, sometimes a bit longer, hey? And then there's distraction number two, which is similar. Reading news websites. And again, this happens in the mornings and it also happens for me at lunchtimes. It seems to be a bit of a habit that I'm in and I don't know why I bother really. It's usually just bad news, right? And I'm sure if there's some important news I need to hear about, I I generally find out about it in some way. How often does it happen? Uh, That's a few times a day and this also happens for about five to 10 minutes. Number three, this is a big one, dealing with email. I have to deal with this every single day and I have too many emails with many coming in each day and hundreds stored in my inbox. It seems like a never-ending cycle really. Several times a day, this one happens to me and it takes about five to 10 minutes each time. I tell you what, the context switching from email, it's a killer. Number four on my list of distractions is something that happens around the summer months. It's watering my garden. One of the things that I really get a lot of value of in terms of relaxation is just getting out and working on a garden. I've got all these little plants around my yard and I take a lot of time and care with them. It's fun. It's beautiful, you know, but gardens need water. And in summer in Australia, when it hits 45 degrees, sometimes five days in a row, that's Celsius by the way, its it just needs heaps of water and it takes forever. It takes hours sometimes. Why does it happen? I worry I'm not watering enough. And, I, and when I see plants drooping, and so I head outside and grab a hose. Let's see, what else distracts me? Number five, other household chores. So that's like gardening, lawn mowing, vacuuming, cleaning and it's usually on weekends and weeknights and you know why does it happen well the weeds show up the lawn starts getting long certain parts of the house get dirty this happens every single week and it's just never ending sometimes from two hours to five hours at what it takes to get done number six for me is driving and waiting while i'm on kid activity transport duty when it's my turn to transport my daughter to her after school activities Um, For some of the activities, I have no option but to wait. So that is, I'm not really a participant. I'm just there to be (laughs) the taxi driver, you know, the, the parent taxi. And you get that. That's pretty normal. Happens several times a week and it takes from 30 minutes to sometimes three hours, depending on what the activity is. Distraction number seven is also something that's probably happened to you at some point in time. It's watching TV series. It happens to me whenever there's a good series to be watched and, you know, these days with uh, Netflix and all those other on-demand streaming services, it happens a lot more than it used to. Hmm. It happens when I'm winding down for the day, like, you know, towards the end of the evening after I finish work and it's in between that time when you're just getting ready for bed but you're not ready to fall asleep yet. It happens, you know, once a day or so and from one to two hours depending on how good the series is. And the last distraction I've listed for myself is walking to the coffee shop. This happens mornings before work or around times, and it's usually if someone asks me if I'd like to join them for a wander. And now that we're actually working from home a lot more, it's becoming a, more of a way for me to have real connections with other people as well. So it's not a bad thing, but it definitely takes time, and it is a bit of a distraction. It happens every few days or so. It takes about 15 to 30 minutes out of my time. And that's the list, hey? So... Quite a few and quite eye-opening actually. When I wrote this list down and looked at the numbers, I went, well, wow, I am actually losing a lot of productive time to things which could be a bit more efficient. So that led me to the next thought process, which is what are my options? How could I um, deal with some of these distractions and make more time for product development? Well, let's go through these one by one. So as I'm going through these options, also if you're while you're listening to this, if you've got any ideas which you think I should consider beyond what I've said reach out, let me know. I am open to it. So here we go. Dealing with the distractions. Number one, checking social media. How could I deal with that? What's some options? Well, option number one is to use a website blocker in my browser. That would prevent me from actually opening up a specific social media site and say, no, sorry, you've blocked yourself. Don't even bother trying. And that would be a way to remind myself, I'm trying to reduce social media. Do I really want to do this right now? Another idea I've had is... I could turn it into a reward and I could hit the social media, but only after I've achieved something in developing my technical product. So once I've made some nice progress for a period of time, I could use it as a reward for myself. And a third idea is I could turn it into a scheduled activity where I'm posting something worthwhile rather than just consuming. So make it part of my day, but not just something I randomly drop into. Next up is the options I could consider for dealing with email man, this is a bane and I'm sure everyone's been through this. I could consider having another go at inbox zero. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with that term, that's the idea that you only check your email at certain times throughout the day. And after you, each time you hit an email, you do something with it. You either delete it straight away or you process it and get back to them or you put it another some, some other list, which is a task list, which reminds you fix this later or deal with this later. I like this one. I've done it before. And when it was working for me, it was working quite well. So I reckon I'll have a go at this one. Next, what are my options for dealing with the distraction of reading news websites? I'll probably do the same thing there as I mentioned for social media. I could use a website blocker. And I could probably consider looking for a weekly news roundup site. Something that says, yeah, here's the major things that you need to know about today or this week, but I shouldn't then need to drop in every day and just check what's going on. That's, that's, That's the one that's wasting my time. Another thing I could try would be to use something like Google Alerts. And that way I only need to pay attention to things which they get pushed to me and are specific to a relevant topic I've subscribed to. That way, again, that avoids the whole just browsing and consuming. Number four is how do I deal with that problem of watering in my garden? This one's definitely got a simple answer. Install an automated watering system. I'm part of the way there. Um, I reckon I just, if I put a bit of concerted effort into it, I could get something in, something basic working, Set it on a timer and it'd be done with it. That way I wouldn't be having to walk around all the time with a hose, hand watering. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Next up, what are we going to do about those household chores that are distracting me? Well, you know, there is the option of asking others in the house for a bit of help, but um, I'm sure we've got a fairly good balance already. So perhaps it might be worthwhile investigating if we could hire someone in to help with some of the other things like the gardening or maybe the cleaning Okay, on to the next one. How do I deal with that issue of driving around and waiting while my daughter Amelia has her after-school activities? Perhaps I could see if one of the young adults in our family would be interested in earning some pocket money to do the driving around and waiting. Another thing I could consider is on the times when it is my turn to do the driving, I should bring a laptop and that way I can get some productive work done while I'm waiting. That one has merit for sure. I reckon I need to think that through that one a bit more. Next up, watching TV series. What am I going to do with that? Well, perhaps I need to be a bit forceful and consider a time limit on watching, maybe 30 minutes or maybe every second or third day or so, cut out the weeknights perhaps. Another option I could do is just binge part of a series every now and again rather than watching it every single night. Probably have to figure out if I do that some other way to wind down before I go to bed though because that's you know a bit of a habit for me. <laughs> Lay down, check out the series, time ticks by and bang, you're ready to just fall straight asleep. I could also turn it into a reward like I mentioned with the other stuff and use it only when I've achieved something. So tie it to actually making some sort of productive effort and step forward in what I'm working on. And the last option that we were considering is what do I do with about the time on walking to the coffee shop? I could limit it down to just being a treat once a week rather than every few days or so. And another option could be just to turn it again into a reward only when I've achieved something. All right. So that's the option. So where to next? I think what I'll do with the introspective is to pick one or two of the options above and just see how I go. And that's in each item, actually. Let's see if distractions really are just a form of procrastinating or if there's something else going on for me. There's a few nice, simple, low-hanging fruit I could just pick off straight away and just start implementing. And there's a few themes as well, which I mentioned, you know, those website blockers and turning those distractions into rewards rather than just natural things that happen by habit. I really like that idea. That's quite a positive reinforcement activity. So that's probably one I'll go for, for sure. So what do you guys think? Have you been suffering from distractions like I have? Or do you at times in your life? I'm sure we all do. Have you got any ideas which I haven't mentioned here or any major things which have really worked for you? Regardless of what the distractions are and what the options are, the wrap up of this topic today is this. If you're a bootstrap founder and you're actually trying to produce your own product, it takes time. You have to dedicate the time to produce what it is you're creating. It doesn't just magically create itself. You're not going to get production happening forward if you just sit there and consume and distract yourself all the time. So you need to first take stock of what it is you're doing, why you're doing it, and then think through some of the options for actually removing those distractions. Time spent producing your product is golden time. It's what's going to get you towards your goals faster. So the more you distract yourself, the longer it's going to take. And that's a bit of a vicious cycle. You know, you can sit there and reflect back all the time. Oh man, I'm not making progress. What am I going to do? It's okay. It happens. But when it does happen a little bit, that's when you can take steps to deal with it, right? And that about wraps it up for the episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Okay, it's shout out time. Each episode, I like to give a shout out to the people who have made a positive influence in my life in some way. And this week, the shout out goes to Ben Mann. If you're on Twitter, Ben's handle is at Digital Trouble. Awesome Twitter handle, by the way. Um, Ben is getting a shout out this week because he is awesome at dealing with distractions. I tell you what, Ben is producing his own product called Playgroup, and it's a modern take on the online community forums, but he's been building this on the side while working at his day job. And he's also been in the process in the last few months of moving to a new home and setting that up. I tell you what, Ben, you are awesome at dealing with distractions and I would love to talk to you about it sometime. Anyway, thanks, Ben. Next up, Patreon. If you'd like to support Speaking Your Products in some way, please consider visiting patreon.com slash speakingofproducts and pledging a one-off monthly donation. My current goal is to work with a professional podcast editor each week so I can use that time to get back to working on my product. To find out more about anything you mentioned today, head on over to the show notes at speakingofproducts.com. If you have a question, feedback or suggestions for a topic, I'd love to hear from you. I also welcome short snippets about your own product journey, which we can go through on the show. You can reach me on Twitter at speakofproducts or at Mr. Dan Miller. Subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast player or wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Speaking of Products. If you enjoy the show, it would also mean a lot to me and other potential listeners if you would consider giving a rating. Ratings help other people find out about the show. So please take a moment to visit Apple Podcast or Stitcher and let us know what you think. Speaking of products is a creation of Miller Productions. I'm Dan Miller and you're a fantastic product maker. All the best with whatever you're working on and hope you don't get distracted. And remember to keep speaking of products. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.